What is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX GamerCast. We're on episode 78 of my little gaming show where once a week I just have to talk about video games. New video games that I'm playing today, old video games from my past, it doesn't matter. I love video games so much. I just need to talk about them for about an hour once a week. Sometimes I'll be doing my Versus series where I put up two things against each other and they battle it out for supremacy. And today we will be doing a list video and if you can read the title, I will be talking about my... 13 favorite franchises in video games as of today. Now that is a that is a this is a list that can change any given day, but I wrote down a list and we will talk about said list today, but before we get into talking about that list, let me tell you what I've been up to over the last week or so as I encourage you, the listener, the viewer, let me know what you have been up to over the last little while. What video games have you been diving into? What movie did you see that you just have to tell somebody about? Old it doesn't matter and if there's any really good TV shows that you're diving into let me know I love a good recommendation there's so much stuff out there I can't keep my finger on all those pulses so let me know what you've been up to and I'm gonna let you know what I've been up to so last week I didn't watch a movie so I fixed that and I sat myself down and watched a movie um a we- I-, I was feeling a Disney movie I don't know why my inner child was screaming and it was like you need to watch a Disney Pixar movie so I did that, and there's a, a plethora of, of Disney Pixar movies that I haven't seen. I grew up on all that stuff, obviously. I was a child once, but uh, eventually those days came to an end, and a lot of these, like probably from 2009 onwards, I, I haven't really been in on the Disney Pixars. I've watched a handful, but regardless, I, I picked one, and the one that I chose was Coco. So this one's a little bit older, I think it's from 2017 maybe, I just, now I will admit I was getting very high on mushrooms, and I just wanted a visual experience, and I looked at Coco, I'm like, yo, that movie looks stunning, and I will say, hands down, the movie is, oh my god, is this, this movie is beautiful, holy moly, so much style and flavor, really cool concept to the movie as well, they're playing with, um, is it Mexican kind of um, what the afterlife kind of deal, and it's a really cool story. Now, I am I am an adult, so the the story of Coco, though very very beautiful and touching, I'm an adult, and I was making a lot of silly inappropriate jokes. I had myself a blast watching Coco, but a lot of that like super touching stuff that Coco was doing, uh, it didn't hit for me that night. I was high on mushrooms, having a good time. I was just experiencing this movie. I mean, these movies are so stunning. I was just blown away at how good this movie looked like there was probably seven times where a scene was happening and and like the kid is talking I'm like just get the fuck out of the way I just want to see what's going on behind you like there's so much shit going on man like I I I'm more privy to a hand animated film like a Hayao Miyazaki movie something like that or the old old Disney movies hand drawn animated I prefer that over the the computer animated but holy shit dude um these and this is an older one so i can't i i something newer would look even better but wow the movies look so good like i was having 
you know, like I don't have kids or anything, but I was like, man, you know what? It, it wouldn't be so bad to take a kid out to one of these movies because they do a pretty good job throwing in a little a little joke here and there for the adults, which I really, really enjoyed. Um, now, in terms of scoring this movie, very difficult to score it because it's not for me. It's not a movie made for my audience, but I still enjoyed it visually. It was stunning. The the story very cop like cut and paste it's a it's a disney pixar formula with the mexican afterlife theme thrown onto it so i literally was i knew exactly where this movie was going i knew everything that was going to happen and i knew where we were going so like the story was just like nah there was even times i walked off went and got some food went did something and i came back and was like oh did you do it yet and oh there it is bam it happened all right there we go so very copy and paste story nothing crazy there but the theme of the movie really cool it's gorgeous to look at i i hit it with a 7 out of 10 it was a good movie if i was you know i don't know watching with a kid or if the the it's a very like this is a movie be careful because you, you could definitely find yourself crying like a little baby at the end of it it's just it didn't get there with me but i enjoyed myself so i will i will try my best to stop rambling about a children's movie that i witnessed so there we go we move on that's the only movie that i watched this week uh, my wife and i finished off witcher season three uh she liked it a lot more than i did it's not a bad show in my books it's just not really a show for me. I'm not really big in the fantasy uh, type shows. There's just a lot of crap in it that I don't care about, but the fighting scenes were good. I felt like the show progressively got better, which was interesting because I talked to my to the homie Jesse the other day. He watched it, and he found that it actually kind of got worse as it went on, which is the first I've heard of an opinion like that with The Witcher show, but it was solid. I'm very interested to see how it's going to go with season four. So no more Henry Caval, Caval or whatever his name is. He was, you know, I know there's controversy around him, but just with all that out of the picture, his performance as Geralt was incredible. And the new guy, I think it's Liam Hemsworth. It's Chris Hemsworth's brother. He's been in some shit that I've watched and thought was good. So I'm hoping for the best out of him and we'll see what happens with Witcher season four. My expectations are low, but it was an alright show. I can't recommend it, but if you like The Witcher, you might like it a lot. I like The Witcher, but I didn't find it all that great. Anyway, uh, still watching The Legend of Vox Machina. Uh, only got in a couple more episodes to um, this week, but still enjoying it. I found out that it is based off of Pillars of Eternity or Eternity, something like that, a video game franchise. So I found out that that's kind of what it's based off of, and like, yeah, man, it is 100% feels like a video game, uh, a RPG video game put to a, to a TV show. It's it's very video gamey. It's great. I really am enjoying it. It's very vulgar, and it's uh, violent and, and adult-themed, but I like it. It's good. My wife and I checked out an episode of NASCAR Full Speed. That's uh, the Netflix series, very similar to the thousand other shows that they produced over the last year since F1 came out. So if you like that F1 strive to drive to survive or whatever it's called, very similar to this. Now I will admit that no show has hit the same way as F1. That was the first one I watched. I've watched the golf one. It was okay. I've watched this NASCAR one so far. It's okay. It's just, 
Yeah, I mean, I the best part of the NASCAR thing so far is them breaking down how NASCAR works, how the point system works. Like, I don't know a singular thing about NASCAR. Shockingly, my wife knows more about NASCAR than I do. She brought up some names. I'm like, who? She's like, you don't know fuck Dale Earnhardt? I'm like, barely. Like, I don't know. And all of a sudden, when I start watching this NASCAR show, I start talking like I'm from... Uh, the southern states or something like that. So I don't know if there's some sort of correlation with that. But um, it's been a pretty good show. You know, it's not bad. Just not really big on NASCAR. But if you like NASCAR, you know, you might find some enjoyment out of that. So that's all we've been watching. I'll stop the southern drawl thing now. Let's talk about some video games that I've been playing over the last week. It's been essentially all Persona 3 Reload. The game has taken me over. I am, that's all I'm doing. I'm only, virtually only playing Persona 3. Uh, Whenever I'm like, all right, we got some game time. What are we going to play? It's, it's Persona, man. Like, I really can't pull myself away from it. I'm like, maybe we're getting close to 30 hours now. So I put in a lot of time in that game this week. I think last week when I talked about it, it was about four hours in. So yeah, very deep into the game now. And honestly, it still feels like, feels like the game is just starting to open up to me storyline wise Uh, I'm a big Persona fan you'll find out about that on this list later on but um yeah it's I feel very comfortable I'm just learning I'm getting familiar with all the new characters and the story that's going on just loving it man absolutely loving it and um some other games that I have managed to play though when I have managed to pry myself away from Persona 3, my wife and I tried out the Lego Star Wars big saga, whatever it is, with the all the all the Star Wars in one package. So uh, we haven't we've played like episodes one through six, but we haven't done the the episodes seven through nine. So we started out on that. It's Lego Star Wars. If you played a Lego game. That's exactly what you're going to get out of it. It's just dumb, easy, simple fun. Something that anybody can get into. My wife isn't the biggest gamer. And yeah, it's easy for her to get into it and have some fun with it. Um, I find them rather boring, honestly. I've played a lot of LEGO games and a lot of them feel similar. But so far, this one's good. I noticed that there is like actual voice acting in this game. Which I can't remember if there's been voice acting in LEGO games. I I thought they only did like little weird movements and shit. Anyway, it's fine. It's not too bad. Having an okay time with that. And I I went back and started playing a little bit more of Dave the Diver. Found myself having a hard time putting that one down. When I picked it, I was like, oh, let's just play a little Dave the Diver. And I, I couldn't put it down. It's still a very, very fun game. If you want to listen to my full review on that one, I think it was last week's episode. So you can go back and listen to episode 77. And, uh, Learn how I felt about Dave the Diver, a very good game. And that's all I have been playing over the last week or so. Again, let me know what y'all have been up to, and let's get into it. Let's talk about my 13 favorite franchises as of this date, anyway, in 2024. Uh, My only rule for this one is that the series is going to have to have three or more games in the franchise. So, for example, Last of Us won't be in contention because there's only two mainline video games in that franchise. So keep that in mind. And also, you know, there's a lot of video games out there. If I don't mention your favorite franchise, I'm sorry. I'm a human, okay? So let's get into this list. Let's play some music and yeah. Yeah, 
goodness gracious, what a banger. My, my face is melted off. So, let's get into this list. My 13 favorite franchises, take it with a grain of salt. This list could change at any moment now, and and I will admit that a, quite a handful of the, ga- of the series that are on this list are uh, kind of on life support, I will admit. Uh, asked me 10 years ago, uh, a lot of those franchises in particular would have been at the top of this list. Now, this isn't definitive my favorite franchise. Like, I I didn't put it necessarily in a particular order. Basically, just from lowest to highest, basically, but they can get shifted around at any moment. Now that I've tried to defend myself as best as I can, let's start off with the first franchise that I put down on this list, and that is Mass Effect. Oh my goodness, I love Mass Effect from day one. That was one of the the famous uh, big seven that I got on the magical Christmas of 2007, 2008, whenever I first got my Xbox 360. Mass Effect was one of the games that I got that Christmas, and though it wasn't the best out of that grouping of seven, Mass Effect became one of my favorite franchises of all time, and I still adore Mass Effect, and I still hope that Mass Effect can be reborn somehow and get back to the heydays of Mass of that original trilogy. And I will even admit that I didn't hate Andromeda. Nowhere near as much as people shat all over that game when it came out. When I finally got my hands off it on it, after it was cleaned up a little bit, I will admit Andromeda was the funnest Mass Effect game that I played. I put like 70, 80 hours into it, absolutely crushed it. The gameplay in in Andromeda is outstanding. It feels so good to play. It is so much fun. The classes are excellent. It's just everything else around that game isn't very good. The story sucks. The characters suck. Uh, It's not the best looking character models in that game we know of. It's been cleaned up, but... I didn't even hate Andromeda, so I'm still all for Mass Effect. If they announced a Mass Effect 4, I would be amped. I would be so freaking amped. And it is a series that I've tried pushing on my friends for years now. I remember when Mass Effect 3 came out, and first, I don't know what happened with that. It might have been the controversy that was around the ending of that game and everybody being so very pissed off about it. I didn't think it was that bad. But I remember going to a Walmart and seeing it for $30 like a month after it came out. I immediately bought two copies, handed one off to the homie Kyle. I'm like, yo, dude, you got to play Mass Effect. Like, so one of my friends has got to get on the Mass Effect train with me. And sadly, I, I think still to this date, no one's on that train with me. But Mass Effect 2, that's that's the gold standard for me. And that's in the, in the series. Mass Effect 2 and 3 are the ones I've revisited the most. Uh, I can play Mass Effect 2 or even 3 probably any day that someone would put it in front of me. Last year, I replayed Mass Effect on the Legendary Collection Edition or whatever, and it was awesome. I am still having new experiences with Mass Effect. And I've gone through the series, I think, three or four times now, and I'm still getting new things. And I was like, whoa, I didn't know this guy could be here, I didn't know I can do this, I didn't know about that, so it's an amazing series that I still have the itching to go back to, I, I have I have plans on going through it, playing through Mass Effect 2 again, doing a nice retrospective on that game, and oh buddy, getting to relive those characters, the suicide, the suicide mission in Mass Effect 2 is 
is still probably a top five, top ten moment in gaming for me. That mission was so epic for me, man. Like, I put everything into that mission, and I tried so hard to get everybody to come out alive. Eventually, I did it. It took a long time to figure out how to do it properly, and a lot of grinding and retrying, but I did it, and it was one of the most satisfying moments for me in gaming history. I still remember... All the characters, man, like, oh my god, uh, what, well, actually, saying that, I, I mean, I remember them visually, names, not so much, I mean, you know the Garrus, you got, you got Ashley, or whatever the, f- regardless, it's an amazing cast of characters, I know the ending and the story pissed people off, but I love the gameplay, like, especially from Mass Effect 1 to 2, that was such a massive jump in quality, and just improvements, all around, Mass Effect 2 was so much better than 1. 1 was, like, kind of comparable to, like, Assassin's Creed when that series first started. Like, tons of hype. The first game came out, maybe promised a little too much and didn't fully execute. But it was still very impressive, and the sequels just blew it out of the water. So, Mass Effect, always going to love that that franchise, even though I know a lot of people hate on Mass Effect. I love Mass Effect, even Andromeda, so there you go. Next franchise I got here on the list might be a little bit controversial for some, and but people that know me, it may not be that controversial. It may be controversial that it's even on the list, because I've made it pretty known that I'm not necessarily the biggest Mario fan, and this one's tough because Mario is so very vast. I feel like he has endless franchises. He's got sports, he's got RPGs, he's got 3D, he's got 2D, he's got fucking DDR, he's got everything. Mario has done everything. Mario Kart, Mario Party, you name it. So I tried my best to pick one, and I chose 3D Mario games, which again, that might be like, whoa, for some people, because the 2D... I mean, I have a special place in my heart for the 2D Mario games. They're just not my favorite games. And especially the newer ones, like that 2D, 3D, like the new Super Mario Bros., the 3D World, or whatever, Bowser's Fury. I didn't like any of those games. They just didn't do it for me. They felt very phoned in. I can't wait to play Wonder. Now, Wonder can change my whole outlook on the Mario franchise. We'll have to wait and see. Haven't played it yet, but the 3D games have been pretty damn consistent with me. Mario Galaxy 2 is one of my favorite games of all time. I adore that game. Absolutely love it. Gonna have to go back and revisit Galaxy 1, and I I remember not loving it, but I want to go back and try it. Mario Sunshine, I need to play. Super Mario 64 is a solid video game. I, I respect it immensely, but I do not love it. Uh, But Galaxy 2 and Odyssey, for me, is where it's at. Those two games are just damn near flawless fucking masterpieces in video gaming um galaxy 2 now i haven't played that one in a very long time and i know people don't like the wii very much but i loved mario galaxy 2 through and through wiggle wiggle factory i don't even care i loved it it was just such an amazing video game for me that the addition of yoshi was mind-blowing to me that yoshi wasn't in the first galaxy and i just found galaxy 2 was just from top to bottom, a better game than Galaxy 1. Now, that might upset people, but I just found the levels in Galaxy 2 were better. The challenge in Galaxy 2 was more rewarding and fun to get through. Um, I love Galaxy 1, and Odyssey, I don't know. That's a tough one. That's I'd have to go back and play Galaxy 2 and see which one I like the most, but Odyssey was 
an incredible time. I love that formula for for that Mario game. Just kind of just explore and find stars and just go. It was so much fun. I love that game a lot. So yeah, the Mario 3D. I you know I feel like I kind of put it on this list just to you know make sure I don't get murdered today if I didn't have Mario as one of my favorite franchises. But I have like I said, respect for the Mario franchise is as high as 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 my favorite franchises i respect what mario has done as a franchise just platforming games haven't always been my cup of tea but when the mario games hit for me they're one of my favorite games of all time so i gotta put the respect for the mario games particularly the 3d ones are a little bit more my cup of tea next game franchise that i have here is ratchet and clank so if you put a mario a Mario game in front of me or a Ratchet and Clank, I'm, I'm, might, I'm probably going to be picking the Ratchet and Clank. I know exactly what I'm going to get. I'm going to have a great fucking time. And then that's it. Like, Ratchet and Clank has just been the most consistent franchise, man. It's still going strong. I just, re- I just played the most recent one uh, last year. It was awesome. I want to replay it and play it on um, my 4K uh, display now and see what it's what it's all about. But every Ratchet and Clank game has been so much fun. I think my favorite ones are the ones on PS3. Honestly, those ones were just so much fun. Uh, Future Tools of Destruction and A Crack in Time. Like A Crack in Time, particularly, I really really enjoyed. It just had so many good puzzles in it. Like that one. I think more than any of the Ratchet and Clank games had uh, much more focus on puzzles. There was a more focus on Ratchet? No, Clank. Clank, the little robot. He was more prevalent in that game, and his puzzles were awesome. I had so much fun with them. They're infinitely replayable. They're so easy to go back and play. They're so much fun. I love all the new weapons. The characters are great. I even enjoyed the movie. I thought the movie was pretty good. Was it amazing? No, but I I enjoyed the movie as well. I love the cast of characters. Ratchet, Clank, Quark, man. Like, Quark is one of my favorites. I love that guy. He is so freaking stupid. Now, when it comes to the original PS2, I haven't gone through all of them yet. Now, I replay. I played the first one a handful of times. I went back and replayed it last year um, for a Versus series, and it didn't hold up that well. Now, that's okay, because they remade that game and put it on PS3 or 4, and it's amazing. So, there's that. I still need to play through Going Commando and Up Your Arsenal, which are beloved games in the franchise. I just I haven't gotten all the way through going commando and i haven't even gotten to touch up your arsenal yet which is a little bit of a shame right there i i must admit but i love ratchet and clank if if jack and now i i grew up on jack and daxter i i made the crucial decision there were so many 3d platformers on the playstation 2 back in the day i can only pick one and jack looked cooler than ratchet did but if jack and daxter were still going strong today i might my might be a Jack and Daxter guy, but Ratchet and Clank took me over on the PS3, and I've loved the franchise ever since, and Insomniac, one of my favorite publishers, developers, whatever, and I just love Ratchet and Clank games. You put one in front of me, I'm gonna love it. If it gets, if a new one gets announced, I'm excited for it every single time. Next franchise is one of the ones that's on life support right now. Um, five, ten years ago, it would have been undeniable number one. This has been my favorite franchise for a very long time, but not so much now. And that franchise is Fallout. 
Oh, Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, and Fallout, even Fallout 4. Fuck it. I'll put it on there. Some of my favorite games of all time. Fallout 3 was one of those amazing, just blew my dick off experiences that I had uh, back in 2008. One of the earliest ones I had on my PS3. And that game blew me away. Absolutely blew me away. And completely changed how I play video games like Fallout is the reason why I check like every corner of every video game even if it's the most linear video game of all time even if it's fucking Tetris I'm checking the corners I'm checking around seeing what's around seeing what I can find and that's all because of freaking Fallout I I still play video games like I'm playing Fallout and I love Fallout I love Fallout so much I've replayed Fallout 3 and Vegas, I think three or four times each. I I love them so much. I love I, and they're hard to go back to the older ones uh, a bit because it's a wasteland. Like it's literally a wasteland. There's not a lot going on in these big open worlds. But I still have so many amazing memories of Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas and 4. I mean. Eventually, that'll be my one of the big episodes when I get to do a retrospective on Fallout 3. It's it's on the list. I want to do it. It's just, that's going to be a big one. I'm excited to do it, but goddamn, man. Uh, New Vegas, I remember at the time when it came out, it was a little disappointing, but kind of like how what it was with New Vegas, it grew on everybody, right? Like when it came out, the love wasn't very there, but over the years, the love for New Vegas has just grown so highly, and it's just a very... Uh, it's just got a really unique flavor for a Fallout game. Uh, they're all, you know, three, four in Vegas. They're all very similar in in feel and play style. But Vegas did uh, more factions, and it was a little bit more uh, more interesting characters, I would say, in that game. But fuck, man, I love Fallout games so much. And I did not get into Fallout seventy six. I just when that game got announced, I just knew, like, I just knew it wasn't gonna be like there was going to be a problem with that game and I was I was always a pre-order Fallout guy I when Fallout 4 came out I pre-ordered it made sure it was downloaded you know pre-downloaded and dude Fallout 4 was an amazing moment in my lifetime I was just starting a new job and I had a week off before I started the new job and Fallout 4 came out and that's all I did I platinum Fallout 4 in a week just slaughtered that video game and it was one of the greatest times of my life I had one of the best weeks I've ever had but 76 though it was doing something that I feel like a lot of us Fallout fans were were kind of begging for was to have some sort of co-op online situation with it now I can't say much about Fallout 76 because I never played it I don't know a single thing about it haven't tried it haven't really even though I know like it's gotten a lot better uh, and they added this or that to make it a better video game at this point I think I'm just gonna wait uh, a very long time a very long time for whenever the hell Fallout 5 is going to come out and um yeah, I'm scared to touch 76 because I don't want to ruin uh, the franchise for myself. When it, when it came out, I saw the reviews. I was like, oh, God, it's happening. And it's not dead. Like, Fallout isn't dead. Uh, it almost killed itself with 76, but it seems to have steadied itself out a little bit. And for me, when they announce Fallout 5, I'm still going to be extremely excited. Though there will be some hesitant. Like, I'll be checking out the previews and and then all the videos and making sure like this game looks proper because fallout 4 it was underwhelming i i loved it but i understand the complaints that people had with it like it was basically just a a graphical upgrade for fallout 3 and it was more of the same just add in settlements but 
I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But yeah, the next Fallout, like Fallout 5, they're going to have to... They're going to have to really step it up. No more phoning it in, and it's going to have to be something. But that's a very, very long time away. But I'm still very excited for whenever that day comes. The next series is a little bit surprising. It's a racing series. Does anyone know what racing series it is? It's Forza Horizon. Oh, buddy. Forza Horizon has ruined racing video games for me, period. That That's all there really is to it. They're just... I can't, you know, sit myself down to play a racing game where it's just like, all right, here's a series of races. All right, great, you did that. Here's another series of races. Excellent job. No way. Not not after I played Horizon, where Horizon is like, here is Australia. Go. Have fun. And you, there's so much to do. I, I can't believe how good the open world is. A racing video game has worked and I can't believe it's take it took this long to get there uh, but Horizon I am a day one guy every single time a Horizon drops I love them so much there's so much fun even though it's kind of just been the same thing for like the last three games in a different location I can't get enough of it I can't get enough of Forza Horizon man and whenever I try to play another racing game I'd say 75% of them fail to grab me because I'm just like, why Why am I playing this when I could be playing Forza Horizon and jumping off of mountains and doing all these other crazy things that aren't just racing? But then every now and again, I get into a F1 or I get into something else. But Horizon, man, oh my God, I love them so much. They're so much fun. When they first added in the... The Hot Wheels DLC, I bought that shit, and oh my god, that was so much freaking fun. I can't wait for the next, I love all the Horizons, there's still a lot of locations I would love for them to visit, be nice if we had a a nice Canadian area to go to, I think we've been, I can't even remember where the fuck they've been, they've been everywhere, but I love Forza Horizon, and I can't get enough of it, I really just can't, I love them so much. Up next, we got one of the big ones, baby, it's Grand Theft Auto. So this is a series that uh, franchise that has fallen down my list mainly because of the lack of games they're releasing. We haven't had a new Grand Theft Auto in a decade, and that's Grand Theft Auto's fault, or Grand Theft Auto 5's fault mainly. Um, now I didn't get to play all the PS2s. I didn't get to play Grand Theft Auto 3. I never owned Vice City, but I played a lot of it at my friend's house. San Andreas. Well, I mean, technically, we go back even further. Grand Theft Auto 2 was the first one that I played, and I played a lot of that game as a kid on my PlayStation 1. Before it was 3D, it was a top-down, really weird game. Really weird, but I played the shit out of it. And then I got my hands on San Andreas, and oh my god, man, like... You just look look at a screenshot of Grand Theft Auto 2 compared to San Andreas, and, and you understand my world in, like, 2005, bro. It was insane. So, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas is one of my favorite games of all time. It is so special to me. I still have my original copy that I got on Christmas way back in the day. I'm never letting that bitch go. I love it. And Grand Theft Auto 4, that was a huge moment for me, man. Like, that was... One of the moments, that was what, 2008 when that game came out? It was around then when I started noticing, like, yo, video games are big. Like, big. Because even my dad, my dad came up to me and he was like, 
oh, I hear that new Grand Theft Auto 4 is coming out. Do you want to go get it? And just a little side note, my dad does not do that. He does not say, hey, do you want something? Let me go out and buy it for you. That was not my dad. (laughs) He's the go get a fucking job, buy it yourself kind of guy. But that happened and I was like, whoa, just hearing Grand Theft Auto coming out of your mouth is insane to me. But Grand Theft Auto 4, I know it's not everybody's favorite. They didn't like the driving mechanics, this and that. Oh, hey, Roman, let's go bowling, whatever. But, like, what a moment in time Grand Theft Auto 4 was when that game released. Like, holy shit, dude. Like, that was just such a big moment. Same thing with 5. Like, like, every Grand Theft Auto is going to be a monumental moment in our lives. Like, when 6 drops, it's going to be huge, man. It's going to be huge. Like... It's going to be Grand Theft Auto 4 combined with Grand Theft Auto 5 huge. It's going to be massive. Everyone's going to play it. And I love Grand Theft Auto. Like, it's the... It was the game that just kept on giving. It was a game like San Andreas. I was a kid that didn't have a lot of money. where We weren't a very rich family or anything. And we only got a handful of video games. And Grand Theft Auto was one that my sister and I would... You could just play it endlessly. I remember my sister walking up and down the boardwalk, stabbing hookers, collecting like a couple of bucks to finally save up and buy that big mansion. And and we finally get the mansion and it sucked. And we're like, what? This sucks. But man, we played so much Grand Theft Auto. It took me like 10 years to finally beat that fucking game. When I finally did, it felt so good. And... Yeah, by far, I think San Andreas is my favorite one. It was such a magical game. So freak, so many good, amazing moments. But 4 was a really good one as well. Like, that's when I first got into the online. The online was a ton of fun. It was nowhere near the scale and size that it is in 5, where they got a million DLCs and just a thousand updates. It was... It was more simple in Grand Theft Auto 4, where we just, you know, hey, we're going to park this bus in front of a clucking bell, and we're going to, you know, trap ourselves inside and see how long we can survive, that kind of shit. And I'll, I'll always remember those moments with my homies, just playing online. We all get on our little scooters, and we're just ripping around, popping wheelies and shit. Great times, man. Great, great times. With 5, now 5... I didn't have the online experience. I didn't like the online in 5. It was too slow. It was just wasn't for me. The story was great. I loved the game, like the game itself. I bought it three different fucking times on 360, PlayStation, four times actually. Thank you very much with the newest version coming out. I didn't buy it, but I played it. So it's insane. I'm very excited for Grand Theft Auto 6. I really wish we didn't have to wait 10 years like um, I wish we can still have other series coming out. Like, it'd be nice to have a Bully 2. Like, what happened with that? And, like, I, uh, that that might be a versus right there. Grand Theft Auto versus Red Dead Redemption. I don't know which one between the two that I like more. They're, I love them very much in each their own right. But, yeah, I'll go with Grand Theft Auto because, I mean, Red Dead, I mean, it technically has... Uh, like more than three, but I'll just play it safe and say Grand Theft Auto for now. Let's move on to the next franchise. Another one that's kind of on life support, and that is Metal Gear Solid. So, with Kojima no longer being, uh, with Metal Gear Solid anymore, the franchise has taken a huge dip, obviously. Uh, he's announced his own new Metal Gear Solid-style game, which I'm very excited for. That'll be cool whenever it comes out. And, um... But shit, dude, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 was one of the most emotional 
uh, fucking roller coaster rides I have ever had with a video game. Numerous times I was crying like a baby. And, you know, people that have stuck around with this podcast, I'm not the biggest story guy when it comes to video games. If a story is great and it catches me, great. I don't play video games for stories, I play them for gameplay and fun. But when they grab me, it's uh, it's a pretty big deal. And Metal Gear Solid 3 grabbed me by the heartstrings and just tugged and tugged and tugged, continuously blowing me away with the outside-of-the-box thinking of Metal Gear Solid. Like, things you would never think you could do in a video game, you can do it in Metal Gear Solid. For example, um, the first time I threw down a porno magazine and the guy went and grabbed it and he started reading it and I could sneak by him because he's busy reading a porno magazine in a video game. How fucking cool is that? Um, I'll flash back to when my buddy brought over the PS3 and he was like, dude, you got to see this Metal Gear Solid 4. This is insane. Brought it over and just basically showed me a demo of what this game is doing and when he showed me he put on the night vision goggles and one character he was like check this guy out he's gonna shit his pants and we sat there and watched him shit his pants with the night vision on and i was like i'm buying a playstation 3 tomorrow and i don't have any money but i'll figure it out so those games blew me away in so many ways and i played this series very very wrong so metal gear solid 4 was my first one that i did Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and then... Th- no, sorry. Metal Gear Solid 4, 3, 1, and 2. So, Metal Gear Solid 1, the first one, I respect that game uh, for what it is. It's damn near unplayable today. They need to remake Metal Gear Solid 1 way more than any of the other Metal Gear Solids, but I still appreciate that game for what it was. Metal Gear Solid 2, I know everybody hates it because of Raiden, but I like Raiden. He's pretty freaking cool. Play Revengeance and you'll and you'll get it. Play Metal Gear Solid 4 and you'll get it. Raiden is a badass. He's like more badass than Snake. There, I said it. And... I like that game too. I didn't get to finish it because I accidentally destroyed my disc because my PlayStation 2 wouldn't read it anymore, so I took out my frustration on the disc. Eh, anyway, um, but yeah, I love Metal Gear Solid, man. Uh, 5 is where it gets a little weird. So 5 came out, I was hyped to the moon for it, bought it, and I've tried three different times now to play that game, and it just has not hit with me, which is upsetting. Very upsetting. This is something I lose sleep on over uh, on a monthly basis. I, I will lose sleep on this at least once a month where it's like, huh, why didn't I like Metal Gear Solid 5? <laughs> it's like I, I still have the hankering to go back. I still have a few more chances with that game that I'm willing to give it because I've gotten deep into it before, probably 20 hours, and I really enjoyed it and then just fell off and uh, tried a couple times to get back into it and it just didn't happen. But 5... I know the the problems with it, how it starts out so good and falls off towards the end because of the whole Kojima situation, but I still... It's Metal Gear Solid, the first four games are always going to hold a special place in my heart. Particularly three, that one is by far my favorite Metal Gear Solid. One of my favorite games ever made, and in my opinion, one of the greatest video games ever created. And uh, it needs to be made into a movie. I, I need more Metal Gear Solid 3. Yes, I'm extremely hyped for the Metal Gear Solid 3 remaster, remake, whatever they're doing with it. I'm getting that shit, you know it, and I love it. So there you go. Metal Gear Solid, I still love it. Next franchise we got is Uncharted. So for, is this franchise dead? I don't think so. I still think they'll they'll have there'll be another Uncharted game at some point. Will it be called Uncharted 5? 
I don't know, but I have a strong suspicion that at some point we're going to be playing as Nathan Drake's daughter or kids or we're going to have a different story. They've had side games. Like, why not do an Uncharted game based off of Victor Sullivan? Victor goddamn Sullivan. That would be sick. I would love that. But particularly Uncharted 2, one of my favorite games of all time. I have one of the rare games that when I first played it, I played through that game, had my dick blown right the fuck off. I had to go find it, sewed it back on, and then started immediately playing through it again. I can't recall another game that I've done that with where I hit end credits and just had to get back in there. I was like, was this game for real? Did I just experience that? Did that just happen? Uncharted 2... The upgrade from Uncharted 1 is one of the biggest I've ever seen. It literally just perfected everything that Uncharted tried to do. And Uncharted is a very good game. The first one, very, very good. But it has problems. And Uncharted 2 fixed every one of those problems. Up the scale of that game tenfold. I mean, the opening sequence with you on the train and climbing up it is insane. The the other train sequence with the helicopters is fucking insane. Like... The characters, the story, you name it. I think uh, all four games are excellent. I replayed three, I think it was last year, and it was shockingly still very, very good. I think all the games are still hold up very well. Um, now, they, they do get a little bit monotonous with the whole climbing situation, because um, at the time, Uncharted 1 through 3, there were graphical marvels. So when you're doing the big climbing sequences where you're kind of just holding the analog stick upwards. It's more of the the visuals that you're getting. So I know that can be a little bit monotonous, tedious to today's gameplay standards, but holy fuck, dude. Uncharted 1 through 3 on PlayStation 3 were incredible, and then Uncharted 4 just took it to that next level, man, in terms of storyline. like It's a game I need to replay. I did not play it properly the first time. I was too focused on collecting treasures and stuff like that, that the story kind of went over my head a bit. So it's a game I'm going to be revisiting at a, at a near future and replay that. But Uncharted, it's unbelievable. Lost Legacy as well. I can't not hype up that game. That game was so fucking good. So fucking good. We need more of that from Sony. Like, yeah, it's great to have your... 15 to 25 hour big mainline game but I don't think there's anything wrong in having a nice 6 to 10 hour little side short story within that franchise I love those games um with both the Naughty Dog situations Last of Us their DLCs were excellent and honestly even if uh Last of Us had Last of Us 3 I think I'm still more of an Uncharted guy uh, it's just, it's more action. There's more gameplay to an Uncharted game than there is Last of Us. Yeah, Last of Us got by far the better story, of course, but I prefer Uncharted. But yeah, there you go, Uncharted, fucking love it. Dying for an Uncharted 5, just let's do it, man. Let's, doesn't have to be Nathan Drake. I'm not, it doesn't have to be Nathan for me. I'm, I'm just want some more Uncharted gameplay, baby. I love it. Next up, now we're getting to the big hitters here. Next up is a game series that has flown up the charts over the last few years, and that is Resident Evil. Oh my goodness. With um, with these remakes recently, they're all amazing. Even 3. I think 3 is still really good. It's, it's because the original Resident Evil 3 was not supposed to be a mainline game. It was supposed to be a separate game. And then they mainlined it, and that's why it doesn't feel like a mainline Resident Evil compared to the other ones, because it isn't. Anyway, Resident Evil 2 Remake, 
just reignited my my love or or it just it just ignited my love for horror games i've never really been a big horror guy i really loved resident evil 4 and 5 because they're a little bit more action oriented and i can get into them without shitting myself on a regular basis but with the Resident Evil 2 remake, I now love the horror elements of Resident Evil. The scarier ones. Uh, over the last few years, I've gone through damn near the whole series now. I've gone through a lot of them. I've played 2, 3, 4, 5, most of 6. I mean, can you blame me? 6 is terrible. 7, 8, and yeah. So the only ones I need to play are whatever, you know, Type 0... Uh, Resident Evil, whatever. I need to play the original one. I, I've only experienced it through watching my cousin play it when I was a kid. Otherwise, I have not experienced that game with my own hands, and I will do that. Don't you worry. But I love Resident Evil. With this year, I kicked off this year with Resident Evil Remake, uh, Resident Evil 4 and Resident Evil 2 Remake, and I had a blast. It was so much fun playing those games back to back, and I wanted to play more. I was like, I'm not done with Resident Evil. I want more. So I just, I can't get enough of Resident Evil right now. If um, I'm extremely excited for Resident Evil 5 remake, if they're doing that, I'm there. When Resident Evil 9 gets announced, I'm fucking there. The only thing I'm not there for is Resident Evil VR. That is way too scary for me. So I'm good, but I love Resident Evil. Love it. Up next, we got, it's Pokemon. Oh yeah, even, I, I can't help it. I've been a Pokemon kid my whole entire life. Grew up on the show. Got all the cards. Got the... Got, I played every fucking video game. Like, I bought handheld consoles specifically to play Pokemon and nothing else. Love Pokemon still to this day, even though it's not on life support. Like, I mean, Pokemon is in no trouble of going anywhere. But the games have been pretty lacking over the last three or four years. Though Arceus was a pleasant surprise, I fucking love that game it was so much fun but yeah I've, I've played them all the way back from blue and red baby like I was there gold and silver that's my that's my pinnacle I've not played one that has surpassed that those those games they're perfect they're just so fucking good and I could replay gold and silver any day I'm pretty excited for them to announce I imagine they're going to do like a Let's Go uh, series for gold and silver like they did with uh, blue and red. So that would be cool. I'd be there for that for sure. But I'm st I am still buy Pokemon games day one, man. I'm still that guy. Uh, recently, I remember going to Walmart and they didn't have any left. And there was like me and like four other 30-something-year-old guys that were acting like, oh, you know, oh, you know, is there any Pokemon here? What's up? And um, yeah, dude, I, I am unashamed to say that I still love Pokemon video games. If they when, if they announce a black and white remake, I'm there. If they announce whatever's the next Pokemon, I'm there. I play them all, and I even though I will admit they're not that great anymore, and it's kind of been the same formula for 20 years, I'm still there for it. So that's that's got to say something. I, I love Pokemon. Oh my goodness, we're down to the final two franchises. Can you guess what they are? There's one franchise I feel like y'all should be able to get. The other one, maybe not, probably not. So let's just get this one done. It's The Legend of Zelda. Oh baby, I mean, it's probably number one in all honesty. The next one I, I, I will be talking about is, is pr more, the, more than anything recency bias. But Legend of Zelda, I think, is probably safe to say my favorite franchise going out there right now 
uh, especially Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom. Those are now my two favorite Legend of Zelda games ever made. Uh, right behind them would be Ocarina of Time. But uh, Jesus, man, there isn't a Legend of Zelda. Well, that's not true. I have not. I did not jive with Skyward Sword. I feel like a lot of us didn't jive with Skyward Sword. I don't know what it was, man. Just didn't hit. I remember I played it three times. And that third time, I, I just, I never went back to it. I have been eyeing up the, the Switch re-release just to, you know, to give it a chance. I, I still own it. I still have my Wii. I can sit there and plug it in and play it. But, like, there was just something about that game that just didn't, it didn't do it for me. But at some point, I'm going to have to go back in there because I maybe got through the first temple of that game. And that's about as far as I got. Not very far at all. So I feel like I should do at least my due diligence and give it, you know, an honest try and try and get through that game. But yeah, that it just didn't grab me at all. But uh, Twilight Princess, I love Twilight Princess so much. Um, it's one that I did try to go back and replay and I couldn't do it. It was just way too boring. Uh, the especially the sequences where you're the wolf and you're collecting tears that is just holy fuck just bored me to tears that is just holy fuck that thing is so damn boring but some of the best boss fights in there some of the, my favorite temples one of my favorite looking art style wise Legend of Zeldas and I hate to say this but I have not been able to play Wind Waker yet I have been I have been screaming from the rooftops for years and years and years to fucking give us wind waker hd on the switch what are we waiting for please for the love of god i want it i need it i need it so bad it's the number one thing i've wanted from nintendo forever that's just all i want i don't even care they can not never make a video game ever again just give me fucking wind waker on the switch already i need it man so that is the big one that i am missing out on and i i want it i want it real bad real real bad i finally played through a link to the past for the first time last year and i loved it i thought it was so freaking good yeah man ocarina of time was my favorite game of all time for like 15 years like that was my game that i would go back play it every single year sometimes twice sometimes thrice i would play ocarina of time in a single year loved it just recently did a retrospective on it so you can go and listen to all my oh all those old memories that i had growing up with ocarina of time and yeah, man, the, the series still continues to blow me away. It was basically, I mean, Breath of the Wild reignited my love for Nintendo. Uh, you know, with the Wii and the Wii U, I really dropped off with Nintendo, man. Like, there, there was nothing they were really putting out or doing that was really speaking to me. I'm like, all right, you guys are in your own little world there. But then Breath of the Wild came out, and I looked at that game, and I was like, fuck, man, that looks incredible. I bought a Switch for it. And I, I've never regretted that that purchase ever. Breath of the Wild was amazing. Probably the best open world action RPG ever made. And then they somehow improved on that with Tears of the Kingdom. And that game just blew me away as well. Like, the fact that that game works the way that it does on Switch is insane to me. It's an incredible series that never lets me down, man. It never lets me down. Even though Skyward Sword didn't hit, that game didn't let me down. I kind of let it down. I didn't give it much of a chance, if I'm being honest. But, of course, I gotta have Legend of Zelda. I love that series, and probably always will, as long as they keep making amazing games like Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. And the final franchise we will be talking about today is as recency biased as it gets, but another franchise that 
wasn't even on my radar like five years ago and has now become one of, if not my favorite franchise out there, and that is Persona. Slash, I'm putting a slash, Shin Megami Tensei, because they're very similar, uh, especially like in their world, they're basically the same thing. One's a little bit more action RPG and the other one's a little bit more simulation RPG. Regardless, Persona has grabbed me and I cannot get enough of it. Started with Persona 5, but I've always had my eye on Persona all the way back to Persona 3. I remember reading about this game in the magazines, especially the fact that they're like, yeah, um, one of the mechanics is uh, you shoot yourself in the head, and that's how you, like, do your attacks. I was like, sorry, come again? Like, <laughs> your high school students shooting yourselves in the head? Like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, man, I've always been interested in them. I've tried them. Like, there was, um, I think it was Persona 4 that I purchased on PlayStation 3 or 4, and I tried it, and it just didn't hit, but for some reason, I I was like, yo, Persona 5, that looks pretty cool, and I I just, jeez, I couldn't stop playing that game. I loved it. I loved all the characters, the music now. Like, I, I look so forward to listening to the music in Persona slash Atlas games. Like, I, oh, their music and story and characters are so fucking good. There's so many good characters in Persona, man. Like, oh, and the gameplay loop. The gameplay loop of it, I just can't get enough of it. The, the, the cycling school and after school activities and fucking shadow killing at night and like balancing all that while trying to make new friends and fucking eat as much ramen as I can and and be popular at school and fucking all this shit. I can't get enough of it. I just love Persona so freaking much. Now, when it comes to Shin Megami, I've only played one of them, so but I want I wanted to at least put it there. Uh, I only got to play Shin Megami Tensei Five. It was amazing. I loved it. I love this world. I love all the the creatures, whatever the fuck they are. Goddamn, I just I love Persona so much. I am currently playing Persona Three Reloaded, and I can't stop playing it. It's so much freaking fun. I I love. Persona games. They're excellent. Can't wait for the next one. Can't wait for the next remake. Whatever they're going to do with them. I highly recommend you check out Persona games. Um, you can't go wrong with I, any of them. I've done it in reverse order. I've gone 5, 4, 3. And each one of them I, I enjoy for their own little uniqueness. Like, it's awesome. Fucking love Persona games. I'm going to continue playing them. That's, as of right now, my favorite franchise to play. I cannot stop getting enough of Persona. So there you go, everybody. Let me know what is your favorite franchises in gaming right now. Try to keep, you know, the three or more games in there in there would make it a franchise in my books. If it's got one or two games, like, I would have loved to put Baldur's Gate 3 on here. But I've only played Baldur's Gate 3, and I've never played any of the other Baldur's Gate games. But Baldur's Gate 3 is one of the greatest games I've ever played in my life. So... That'll be another list for a different day. I have the plan on doing like a four-part series of like my top 100 games of all time. Do it 25 games at a time. That'll be in the future at some point. That's going to take a lot of work and a lot of time. But that would be something I'd love to do at some point. But for now, that's my 13 favorite franchises as of right now. You can ask me in a couple of weeks. It may be a completely different list. There may be new franchises, franchises taken off. It's something that I would revisit in in a few years or something. See how we're doing with these franchises and stuff. Like Fallout could be off there completely. Final Fantasy can be off there. 
And I just said Final Fantasy and realized that I totally skipped Final Fantasy on this list. My apologies, Final Fantasy. So let's talk about Final Fantasy. Um, that was listed in between Forza Horizon and Grand Theft Auto. So it's it's there, but I love Final Fantasy. How can you not? It's Final Fantasy. Now, I will admit, my love of Final Fantasy was much, much higher before Final Fantasy Thirteen happened. Final Fantasy Thirteen did some damage, y'all. That game just wasn't very good at all and i had so much hype for that game the marketing behind that game was non-stop so much so many fucking commercials i saw in that game and i got it and it was just the most mediocre game i have ever played it was so meh and i haven't haven't really been interested in any of the new final fantasy since until final fantasy 16 came out that game is extremely on my radar Really want to play that one. But the one that really turned it around was Final Fantasy VII Remake. That completely reignited the flame for me in Final Fantasy. I love Final Fantasy. Like, PS2, ver- like, uh, 7 and 9, I love it. Haven't played 8. 10 and 12, I love. Never played 11 or 14. Haven't done 15 or 16 yet. And I, fuck, one of my first memories uh, playing video games was the original Final Fantasy. So it's literally been in my life since, like, the, the lights turned on in my brain and I can remember things. Like, Final Fantasy was there and it's still there. I just played through Final Fantasy 6 slash 3 for the first time last year. It was outstanding. And yeah, man, you cannot go wrong with Final Fantasy. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth is coming out this year. It's going to be the biggest release of the year. I got extreme hype for it. I mean, I loved the first remake and I, rem- I was there... Way back in, what, 2005, when they showed off the fucking tech demo for Final Fantasy VII on the PS3, and we had to wait almost 20 fucking years to get it, but goddammit, it it was actually worth the wait. Who'd have thunk it? But, sorry Final Fantasy, (laughs) I did not mean to skip you. Uh, Tons of respect for Final Fantasy, still love the franchise, I still play them planning on playing 8 and if I can get to 16 I would love to play 16 this year as well that would be a lot of fun there we go okay let me do a little double check here through this list make sure I didn't skip any more franchises okay I think we're okay so there we go at some point I would love to revisit this if I'm still doing this podcast in a few years we can come back and and uh See how how this uh, list stands the test of time. We'll see. But there you go, everybody. Let me know what you think of uh, these franchises and which ones are your favorite. Do we have a similar taste and style? Do we have a similar feel to lists? Let me know. I feel like I got a pretty decent range in there. Uh, No fighting games or anything. No strategy games, though I love them. But yeah, pretty fun. That was a fun little episode to do right there. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. You guys are awesome. You want to be even more awesome. You want to hit that uh, like button, hit that little review, whatever you got to do. Only takes a second of your time and it really helps me out. So that would be appreciated. You want uh, you want some more, do you? Is that what you're saying? Well, I do upload all of these to the Gamer GX Video YouTube channel. So you can go over there and drop a comment. You want to send in a question for the podcast. I'd love to read it live on an episode, answer your question, anything relating to video games, wrestling, hockey, podcasting, whatever. Send in a question. I'll answer it live on the podcast. Be a ton of fun. There you go, everybody. There's also a Twitter page. You want to follow along with all that. Links are all in the description, and we will be back again with some more GX Plus Cast. (laughs) 